Right, well now this is a first, never done this before, but how exciting is this on the internet? Okay, there you go. If you've ever heard someone say they love all kinds of music, except for country, show them Charlie Crockett. Since 2015, the singer-songwriter has released 10 full-length albums, and his record Lil GL Blues Bonanza peaked at number 11 on Billboard Blues album charts. He was born in Texas and is a distant relative of Davy Crockett, who represented Tennessee in the U.S. House of Representatives and served in the Texas Revolution. In 2019, Crockett underwent open-heart surgery, and in 2020, he released his seventh and most successful album, Welcome to Hard Times. About the album, American songwriter said that, quote, Crockett finds the sweet spot between country, soul, blues, and folk on deceptively modest songs, effortless in their easygoing groove. In 2022, he released his album, The Man from Waco, which has further solidified his talent in the public eye. He's since emerged from the confines of niche Americana genres, and in December, he even performed on Jimmy Kimmel Live. With the new rise of folk music and popular artists like Shaky Graves, Sierra Farrell, and Tyler Childers, Charlie Crockett is becoming more and more palatable, maybe even lovable, to supposed, quote, country haters. But like most good artists, specifically folk artists, the goal is not to change your mind. The goal is just to tell a story. Today, we're going to be talking about Silver Dagger, a song off of the second album called In the Night. You're listening to I've Got Ox on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Allie Hall, and this is Silver Dagger by Charlie Crockett. Last time she come down, she spread her loving all over this town. They said she carry, carry silver dagger, lady never stagger to cut me down. Oh no, help me darling please, you see me round here in the night on my knees. You take me down, now my smile. You just heard Silver Dagger by Charlie Crockett. Um, this is I've Got Ox, I'm Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I am on Ox, and I selected this song. It's one of my favorite songs ever. Um, Bella just recently heard it for the first time, and this was Gavin's first real time. Fresh to the ears. Yeah. So how was it? I mean, we watched we watched a live version of it. Yeah. Because um, I kind of wanted Gavin, uh, the musician, to see the whole band play, because I think they all work really nicely together. Um, and I, I like the, that recording a lot. Yeah, that was really nice. I like the the double bass instead mm-hmm. of like electric guitar mm-hmm. bass which was really nice and the slide guitar was epic yeah very and it was like those there's like the trumpet and the slide guitar which are both like solo instruments but they did a good job of like not playing too much or like over each other mm-hmm. and it like really complemented his singing and he played a dan electro which is an epic guitar <laughs> so really cool guitar Hard. and he was dressed like he was you know just got off of work yeah. in the 60s or 50s yep. like it was great no he's so. always dressed like that he's sort of this new wave cowboy type of beat and he's always been like that because i mean he's released 10 albums over the course of a little less than a decade um and a lot of them have seen some commercial success but like i said in super niche circles like if you're into folk and americana you probably know Mm. him very well especially if you're in texas he has a big following in like specific states he feels obviously you know what i mean like obviously I, i wouldn't say people in oregon are you know jamming out to it but you never know um but yeah, that, that he has a very distinct aesthetic. And what I liked about that American songwriter quote that I read in the intro is like the songs in first listen seem very modest, but technically there is so much going on. Yeah. <laughs> in songwriting, there is so much going on. It feels like a blues song almost. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, you, the chord progression is already like set. You don't really get to play around with that. But lyrically and like you can switch a lot of things up. And yeah. It's still interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Bella, Big what fan. do you think? 
I loved it. And the first time I when I listened to it, I didn't like see I didn't even realize how that it was um what did you say, like twenty sixteen? Yeah. It sounds so old. It sounds right? so yeah. Danny Hathaway. <laughs> yeah. Which is so impressive. Like I don't know how we how you can like It's like an art in itself. Execute yeah. that so well. Right. To yeah. write like very modern songs uh, that are like very contemporary but at the same time are super timeless i think he is like a very very good example of that Mm -hmm. because a lot of it a lot of his writing is i don't want to say poetry because that sounds i don't want to say dismissive but like it it is very poetic in its simplicity and i think he's able to like tell a story that's modern without being um like too detailed about modern life you know because sometimes you listen to songs and it like brings up instagram or there there's like super modern details in the songwriting and i think sometimes that that can detract from the song and its longevity kind of moving forward so do you guys like country music like (laughs) sub genres of country music where yeah i mean yeah, because this is super bluesy, like folksy yeah. country. If this is country music, then I like country music. But I think <laughs> nowadays, when you hear country music, <clears throat> Morgan Wallen, I yeah. don't yeah. like that at all. And not, I feel like everyone says that, like, yeah, oh, I don't th- like country music. That's like the most common response. Right. What music do you listen to? Anything but rap and country is exactly. the main response. I don't like it at all. But if <laughs> this is country music, then I like country music. I think I like the blue, like. Yes. Like you said, it's kind of like it's kind of like a subgenre of country music that is much more palatable than like what we might call country music today. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to express this correctly, but I feel like this music to me feels more like cowboy country yeah. compared to like modern country music, which is like redneck country, which is commercial country. Yeah, like something I learned because I was one of those like haters, and I grew up with a little bit of old older country, like Waylon Jennings and Johnny Cash. Okay. And you have those big names. Yeah. And then, you know, then you listen to a lot of pop country and it just doesn't, it doesn't resonate, doesn't age well, other than sort of being silly. Like, I'm not very drawn to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's like, I worked with someone, his name is Nick Shoulders, and he sort of is in a similar, he does more like yodeling. He's from Arkansas. Oh. <laughs> and I, I just found his, a lot of his stuff super compelling. And when I talked with him, he explained a lot about like country roots and what that music actually is yeah and it's this more so yeah. than it's that beer truck or yeah, trucks exactly, and women exactly. you know yeah. so i think that i think there is some sort of renaissance in a lot of americana music because yes. we're seeing that in like shaky graves even songs that blow up on tiktok like there is sort of a new wave of this and i think people are realizing that country is a lot mm-hmm, deeper mm-hmm. than just morgan wallen yeah we can go back to calling this country <laughs> yeah. like yeah. like how you were saying like when i was younger country music was johnny cash yeah but like <laughs> well for you it was. well yeah that's what i'm saying for me like like when I, if I, if anyone asked me at that time if i listened to country music you would have been proud to been say like, yeah. yeah i like country music that's johnny cash but it's just gotten worse. Like the idea, like I feel like the name itself itself has completely attached itself to something different. Yeah, mm, like it shifted. Like, yeah, yeah. Like Ali said, like commercial country. Like that's exactly what it is. It feels like. Yeah. It's so disingenuous. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a fan of this. This is definitely. great. I think. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just gonna go thematically into the song. So oh. if you have any other it, thoughts on country, I was. It feels like, especially in this, like the time period that's trying to emulate, like pop music and country music, kind of the kind of the same thing. Like. Mm-hmm. The songs that were popular were songs like You Are My Sunshine back in like the 30s, which is technically a country song. It's just like guitar and a guy singing, but it, they kind of separate separated ways, I feel like, at one point. And now country is kind of like mainstream country is going back towards 
pop music and this is still staying true to like what country music was. Yeah. I don't know. It's like kind of went away and then came back. If that makes any sense. Yeah. But. No, definitely. And like alongside just the sound being synonymous with a lot of older country, I mm. think thematically this song is so good at being sexy without being sleazy. Yeah. Like this is something that we do not strike often in contemporary music. That sort of like being yeah. seductive and sensual without that like undertone of just yeah, like sleaze. Yeah. You know? And like in modern country music too, I feel like the goal is to make I don't know, like the love songs or the songs about like the girls that he's trying to get there. Usually, like she, she just it's like a simple country girl. Yes, you know, it's yes, like that's it's the kind of yeah. Which I mean is cute, but like it's not interesting. No. Like a girl with a silver dagger, that's kind of that, like yeah. it's <laughs> like Ill- alluring and like yeah. interesting. Not like she doesn't mind drinking, you know, Coors Light. <laughs> right, she's a Wendy kind of girl, you know. Like that's. No, that's not so worth true. our time. Mm-hmm. Like portraying a female character who isn't just like, I don't, yeah, like one of the said. guys. Yeah, <laughs> one of the guys. <laughs> she's <laughs> just, she's God fearing. She loves football and she likes beer. It's yeah. like, okay, but the, the, like women are more interesting ju- than just three <laughs> factors, you know? She loves her mom. Yeah. And the, I mean, it, it's also funny to like look at other genres and like how they portray romantic interests because it's either like mm-hmm. super dehumanizing yeah. in a sleazy way or it's dehumanizing in just like a simplifying way yeah it's like you are either this or this yeah so i think songs like this i mean i just love it I, i've heard it for years and every mm. single time i send the song to somebody they like go nuts they're like who is this guy this is so cool who's this boy yeah no, that's cool i never i didn't think of that. that that was something i was kind of like itching my brain like yeah you, she yeah. seems like this really cool character that i don't know anything about but i feel like is way more interesting than the the songs where the every detail of the girl is like just described. For yeah. <laughs> um, this is I've Got Ox. I'm Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I am on Ox and I selected this song, Silver Dagger by Charlie Crockett. Yeah. And there's the, what I also really like about this is there's this like tone of submission in him. And it's like, it's submitting to this, this woman has this commanding and like almost ethereal kind of, power over him Mm -hmm. and i love when men are able to sing things like that and it's not trying to like dominate or put their female interest down it's like Mm -hmm. it's elevating her and being like this person has like an insane amount of power over me and compels me to do something Mm -hmm. the amount of songs with the name silver dagger is interesting do you think really i literally did not look joan baez oh she okay bob dylan well yeah foxes i love lee foxes interesting okay I didn't even think about that and just the symbolism behind like yeah, a silver dagger. Is, I'm sure he's aware of that. I'm sure he yeah. knows. Um, but I, yeah. I think, and also just like putting the role of the female interest with a weapon is very compelling <laughs> to me. You know what I mean? Like yep. she's got this weapon and I think it's another thing of like him giving her power. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I I like how you brought that up because there's something very... I mean, this is kind of what you said, but no one does that anymore. <laughs> and it's like, I, I feel like you might not realize, like, when you're listening to it at first, like, what is so refreshing about it. Yeah. But it you can, like, the message, like, the message in his song, like, I don't know how to describe it. It just very much car- carries over to, like, the feeling it mm-hmm. gives you. And it's so it's it's much nicer to listen to than a lot of the music these days that talk about relationships like yeah. that in a very, like, ugh way. And, like, 
even at the end, there's a part in the bridge that's like my favorite detail of the song where he, he's like wailing and he says, she's so evil, she's so evil. But it's playful. Like the way in which yeah. he does it, it's mm-hmm. like he's giving up and he's surrendering. Mm-hmm. And I love how that just like kind of caps, it fades the song out. It's sort of just like he's he's kind of throwing up his arms yeah, at yeah. this idea. And I love how she's... It's so romantic. <laughs> it's fun. And she's not... Like, she's described as sort of this transient figure. When she comes to town, she's there. But mm-hmm. she's not She's not described as, like, this figure that's steady in his life. And I think that's probably what makes her so compelling is she's this kind of revisiting yeah, yeah. motif in his life yeah. more yeah. so than, like, a person. Oh, that's so interesting. Hmm. Uh, is this... Do we know anything about, like, who this person is he singing no. about? Or is this kind of just... One thing I also love about Charlie Crockett, which plays into every single thing we've been talking about, is, like, he's pretty private. Like, this is a dude, like, in his 30s, going into 40s, and wasn't super commercially sec- successful for most of his career, but, like, made enough to kind of... He just lives the cowboy life without mm. it being... Yeah. You know, like, commercial that's country. A, that's yeah. another thing. That's another thing. It's, like, it's he's genuine. genuine. Yeah. <laughs> he's not singing about going out on the tractor in the morning, but lives in suburbia right. in a million dollar house like yes some country stars <laughs> exactly so it, it i think it like it grounds a lot of his music where it's he's singing to normal people because he also he is, is a normal yes. person yeah yes. and it's not he's just wearing a, a bad flannel from sal Val just because <laughs> oh. that's what like his pr agent told yeah. him to wear uh-huh. you know I, I i don't know if this is i don't know enough about her but i feel like he's giving the same energy and the same like vibe that i get from lana del rey listening to mm. her music kind of the authenticity like when she sings about her like stuff that she does, it sounds like she actually is in those situations. Yeah, which she probably is. I don't yeah, know. like she sings about the guys that she's been with in her life and like kind of how she's like been on the road and in these bad situations. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of the same coming from the same. I don't know, genuine yeah, place they, that this is for him. They're both very like natural storytellers, mm-hmm. and like Lana specifically, she details some of like the darker parts of. American culture and the yeah. things that we fetishize. With a roman- and, yeah, yeah of that. I think they're both sort of romantic in that way. And from the songwriting perspective, I, I definitely see that that parallel. Mm-hmm. Mm. Did I convert you guys to country fans? Oh. I mean, yeah, like if yeah. this is country, I'm there all the way. He's just got I feel, okay. This is the same fe- feeling I have for R and B as well. Like, yeah, ne- modern R and B, not a huge fan. Like 60s and 70s R and B, I'm I love it. Yeah, but it's just like like country. I don't think it's as bad as country R&B nowadays, but like it shifted. Well, I think it just goes to show that like, yes, things can progress, Mm -hmm. but like progression is not always the same thing as evolution. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes it's a dilution. Yes. Like it gets watered down. And And it's like we can still revisit those things in a modern lens and it can be just as beautiful and fun and like interesting as it was at the time that like it originally belongs. Yeah. And there's like an art to like writing the song and there's also an art of like of like copying almost yeah. like how close can I get to trick people not trick people but like kind of like the art of forgery like mm-hmm. that in itself is an art even if it's like frowned upon like being able to get something as close to the original product is just as much of an art as writing an original song like yeah. getting like Bella thought the song was from way older than it was I think that's like shows that how good of an artist yeah. he is that he's able to kind of put you in the place that he wants you as a listener to be like right 
I just like him. in my head he's like always on a street corner and I know he's probably a normal person <laughs> and is hella rich now like I get it he's he has probably, an Alexa he's yeah like, <laughs> like he's probably a normal person but there's just something like so authentic about him mm-hmm. and even in what Gavin is saying where it's like yes you can make things sound like they're old or from an older time he is so staunchly himself like mm. even it doesn't feel fake it does yeah. not feel like he's imitating mm-hmm. it's yeah. just like oh that's so Charlie Crockett and yeah. he has his roots like very close to touch yeah that's so, yeah, that's a good point. Because like when you think of other artists who do that, like Leon Bridges, mm-hmm. I can easily place him as like, oh, he's trying to be Sam Cooke or he's yeah. trying to be Marvin Gaye. Yeah. This is a little bit harder to place. Like, it's him. It's yeah. him. He's just like that's just what he likes. Yeah, and yeah. It, 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 he mm-hmm. he could be his own artist even back then. Yeah, exactly. I don't think he's, exactly. You know, he exists outside of that, yeah. which is epic. It's definitely like it's. I feel like it's so nice to hear that he like gained traction because mm-hmm. like. I feel like, like, not only in this sort of country sphere, but, like, in general, like, it, things are starting to come for, full circle. Yeah. And it's so nice to, to feel, what? It's just, I was thinking, like, full circles and, like, it's, it's like, about to eat itself up and die. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't know. It might get worse again <laughs> later. But, like, it's nice to be, like, the, to realize that people are starting to listen to this music. And yeah. Like, oh, and they want it. Wait, and they don't yes, know that they want exactly, it. Exactly. Until they hear it. And they're like. This is kind of better than everything else. I was <laughs> yeah, because <into>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, the people who listen to modern country music probably would l- like this more, but they don't even know it exists. Right, and it's like one can only hope. One can only hope. <laughs> yeah, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> hope they would like this more than Kenny Chesney or whatever. Yeah, Luke Bryan, and, and oh. I will say I had a big Blake Shelton phase for a portion but of my life. Blake Shelton is different. I love Blake Shelton. I don't know why he's a special. He's p- good. It's maybe because he's like <laughs> a man of God. You know, <laughs> he's just like, he's just kind of a stand up dude. He makes good music. Yeah. I can, I know every word to Hillbilly Bone and like I can go on record saying that and feel comfortable and know. also think that I have a good music taste. So I think that it's more nuanced than I think what I portrayed as like commercial country versus cowboy co- or like whatever subgenre yeah. you mm. want to associate. Like uh, I'm sure Morgan Wallen is a, a half decent songwriter. It's just in how that's marketed and presented to mm-hmm. people. And then the type of people that consumes that is like, <laughs> is so yeah like blatantly not desirable for a lot of people mm-hmm. so, so I, I this kind of country is accessible because it was made for the common man when it originated and it still is going to serve that purpose yeah, yeah yeah so i'm glad i converted you all if yeah. you're interested in this uh sierra farrell uh nick shoulders there's a bunch of marcus king is also super huge in this scene yeah, um it's a renaissance yeah i think i think there's a there's a huge little americana renaissance happening so but you've been listening to I've Got Ox and Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Allie Hall, and today we talked about Charlie Crockett's song, Silver Dagger. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Yeah.